Welcome to the On Intimacy podcast. For one of life's most important topics, authentic intimacy in sex, love, dating and relationships. Visit onintimacy.com for resources, courses, coaching tips and more. On with today's show. Season 1, Episode 10, Relationship Enlightenment. I'm speaking with Leslie Ziemba, a certified matchmaker, dating coach, law of attraction practitioner, and neuro-linguistic practitioner who coaches women through a path of enlightenment towards healthy long-term relationships. Leslie, thanks very much for joining me on Courtship Academy Expert Interviews. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Can we take a while maybe to describe some of the challenges that a woman faces on the path of relationship enlightenment? Well, sure. I believe that many women become scorned by previous relationships and dating experiences. And then they tend to have um, this negative self-talk, like, you know, all the good ones seem to be taken, or um, there's not enough second and third dates after the first date, or men disappear after having sex. Um, Women may also have low self-esteem issues or body image issues. They oftentimes seem to attract the same types of men over and over again, and oftentimes Mm -hmm. they get stuck in this rut of believing all of these lies, and I call them lies because it's only a perception. It's not a set in stone kind of fact, and these issues are things that can be changed, but a lot of it starts with our self-talk and some of the junk that is going on in our subconscious mind. So what are are some of the reasons for a woman having a low self-esteem? Um, body image issues, maybe they've been rejected in the past and they start to think like that they're not good enough or that they're not worthy enough or, you know, somebody may have talked down to them. It could have been a parent or their last relationship. And oftentimes they, you know, can have that negative self-image from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the perceptions that they have, do they have negative perceptions about just themselves or is it about men or all men or what do you see in your clients? I see a lot of times that women have a lot of negative perceptions of all men, Mm -hmm. that all men are players, all men just want sex, all men um, don't really want a good relationship, you know, a healthy relationship and it's because of what they've been through in their past and, you know, they're left feeling scorned and they have this negative emotion surrounding men and relationships and it's all about that self-talk mm-hmm. do, do the do the women go, keep going to the same place to find a man or do they end up attracting a similar experience even no matter where they go to all the time women are you know if you look back and ask yourself what are the what's the common denominator in many guys that you've gone out with and chances are they can see that there's a pattern usually of the types of people that they keep on picking or where they're meeting people, whether it be online dating sites or in a bar. Sometimes it's a matter of you know, tweaking what they're doing that can make a huge impact. Mm-hmm. Maybe let's transition then to when a woman does have that ability or she's gone down that path of enlightenment. Can you describe the change in her beliefs or her attitude or her perceptions once she has made a lot of that transition absolutely I mean it can once you've made that transformation it can be such a huge 
impact on exactly what you're thinking. I use a lot of the law of attraction in my practice. So what we think about comes about. If we think we're going to attract positive and great outcomes, then that's exactly what we're going to attract. So, you know, it's, I think it's crucial the ability for that a woman needs to move forward is to get out of that dating and relationship rut, that mindset, and get into this self-realization of what, you know, what they, they might be putting out there. Mm-hmm. And what does a woman put out there when, she, when she's more positive? Well, I think there's always a glow about her. Mm-hmm. If she's in a positive frame of mind and she's talking to herself in a positive light, then she's going to attract that. People are going to sense it. She's going to have this glow and people are definitely going to be just more attracted to her. The good guys, you know, it's all about body, like the way that you, your posture is and how you dress and all of these things can either attract the good or the bad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In your work, you mentioned soul finding and self-realization. Can you tell us about that? Once you take a look at yourself and see where it looked, for me, I had to look at my relationships and see that the biggest issue was, you know, I always looked at, like, who was the common denominator here? Like, what's the common denominator? And it was me. And looking at myself, and I started working with a coach and really working on myself and doing meditation and getting really familiar with the law of attraction. And then I was able to just transition into that positive and happier person that, you know, once you have, I think, a spiritual connection, it's all of this stuff is spiritual, whether you're a religious person or not. It's all like how you feel, how, what is that relationship with yourself, with your creator, with the universe, with God. And once you have that really good connection and that self-love and where you love yourself so much and you love everybody around you, it's just so much easier to attract wonderful situations into your life. Mm-hmm. And what is some of the evidence that a woman has to know that she really has made significant progress on that path of enlightenment? Well, I always ask people, have you really taken the time to work on yourself and form a healthy practice of self-love? Like, Mm -hmm. are you doing things on a daily basis that are just for you, not for everybody else? Do you feel that profound love for yourself and for others? Do you set healthy boundaries in dating and relationships? Do you say positive statements like, men do really want relationships, or there are lots of great men in my town, or I attract a man that loves and accepts me exactly the way that I am. So I use a lot of positive affirmations and guided uh, meditation and hypnosis when I'm working with my clients. And this helps to unlearn the negative statements so that we can reinforce the positive ones. How do your clients' perceptional beliefs about men change? Well, again, I think she has to have a really strong spiritual connection. You know, like nothing can shake her heart. But when something unpleasant happens, having that spiritual relationship and connection can greatly help to refocus on the positive and what really matters most. And I've had some major hiccups in my own love life and working with a coach and um, really having that, like reconnecting with myself on a spiritual level has greatly impacted my life. And when I get rattled with anything, whether it's relationships, kids, business challenges, anything, I can always move through those negative emotions 
quickly because of my spiritual practice and connection. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, and the um, and what about the emotions? How does that feel to have that, as you put it, spiritual connection? And you mentioned um, self-love or the daily practice of self-love. Is there something that we can describe the emotional experience of that state? Well, when you're coming from this place and you've mastered that self-realization and self-love, you feel adored by everyone you come in contact with, authentically, consistently, and fully. You feel empowered. You exude love. You feel like life is irresistible, and you attract everything and everyone that you want to you. And just by having, you know, practicing a daily routine. I, you know, get up every morning and I meditate and I take care of myself. I eat a healthy breakfast or a protein shake, taking vitamins, just beginning my day on a positive note and working on myself. I'm a big fan of personal development, personal growth, motivation, tapes, mm -hmm. audios, books. So, you know, really taking care of yourself, I think is number one biggest key. So let's go into all of those techniques a little bit more than now in, in, in uh, part two. So we'll move over to part two now. So what are some of the strategies that a woman can use to become a master of soul finding, self-realization, and therefore move successfully along the path of relationship enlightenment? Well, learning how to let go of past pains from divorce, breakup, being cheated on, being able to release those negative beliefs that tell you you're not good enough or that all men are players, that all the good guys are taken, you know, being able to, like, I mean, it's hard, you know, and I don't know the actual person, but to be able to identify what those barriers are, why are they sometimes pushing love away, how have they been hurt in the past, and how can they move through that, you know, admitting that hurt and, and healing that part of it. And, um, you know, if you have friends that you hang out with and you talk about your relationship woes, then you need to either stop hanging out with those types of people or at least stop talking about your problems. You know, every time you say a negative statement, you imprint that statement onto your subconscious mind. And that's where all of our beliefs are stored up. So when the guy isn't calling you back quickly or isn't texting you as much as you'd like, you go back to those beliefs in your subconscious mind and then, you know, what you think about comes about. So if you're thinking about that guy not calling, then he's probably not going to call you back. So stopping the negative self-talk is extremely crucial and possibly removing any drama-filled people from your life. Mm -hmm. I think I, I, I'm told and I see it in my own experience that a lot of the conversation that women have is generally around relationships, if they're, particularly if they're single. And a lot of that may be negative either about themselves, but very often about men. So it sounds like you're, how can they replace that conversation and, and what do they replace it with? Well, I had two girlfriends that I used to get together with a lot and they were always wanting to talk about the guys that they were seeing. And one day I just asked them, you know, I'd love to get together with you guys, but can we make a pact not to talk about men today? Let's mm -hmm. talk about our health and nutrition. What are you doing in the gym? Let's talk about our businesses. Let's talk about, you know, careers, kids, 
you know, what do we want to do with our life? What is your goal? You know, what's your goal for 2016? You know, just talking about positive stuff, but making that pact ahead of time to not talk about men. Very good. Any other, any other strategies or techniques that you can share so women can move along towards that path or along that path? I think one big thing is I know so many times women come out of relationships and they jump right into another relationship. They immediately go back online and start dating. And I always tell my clients, make sure you take a break from dating, not sleeping with anybody, not going out on any dates for at least three to six months after a bad breakup. Mm-hmm. And give yourself time to heal and time to move forward, time to work on you. And get into meditation. Meditation has been one of the biggest things for my self-improvement on every level of my life. So, you know, just take care of yourself. Make sure that when you do go out and you're dating that you, you know, don't ever go on a date, like coming right from work. I always tell everybody, go home, you know, take a shower, make yourself all pretty, wear pretty undies when you go out on your date, even though they're not going to see them. You know, make sure that you're feeling good about yourself and loving yourself before you get involved with loving somebody else. Mm-hmm. Great. Very good. Any extra insights or tips that you'd like to share and also let people know where they can find you online? Sure. As far as what I do with clients, I have a whole program that I put people through. I, have, I work mostly with men. That okay. is my the majority of my clients, I do have several female clients that I work with all over the country, but anybody can find me online at www.lesliziemba.com. That's L-E-S-L-I-E-Z-I-E-M-B-A.com. And like I said, just, you know, get out there, start dating. I know there's a lot of women that I've come in contact with that have been scorned in relationships and they're not out there in dating. And I just tell people to, you know, at least jump in the pool, get in the dating pool, get out there. You're going to make some mistakes. You're going to fall down, but just keep going. Take every person that you do come in contact with as, as a lesson, you know, consider every person that you come in contact with as a friend or a teacher along your path. Um, just because it may not work out like a long-term relationship with the person that you meet doesn't mean that it's time wasted. Mm. Keep going, take time for your self-love practice and get out there and meet people. Since you've got a lot of experience coaching guys and a lot of the listeners of this will be women, what insider information can you share about why men need relationship coaching? A lot of men are scared after, especially after divorce. They've been married a long time and they're unsure of how to get out there and what to do. And men are very intimidated by women because, I mean, women can get kind of nasty. So... One of the biggest challenges that I hear that men have is they meet a lot of women that are very aggressive and controlling, mm-hmm. you know, especially women over the age of 30 mm-hmm. seem to want to take control and plan the date. Or um, I had one client that complained because a woman that he went on a date with told him to put his napkin on his lap. So Wow. Yeah, stop being the mommy, you know, let the man take it charge and let him be the hunter. That's what men love to do. And um, that's been one of the biggest challenges that I've seen, that I've heard from men, is that women can be very controlling. So make sure you're in your feminine, not too much in the masculine when it comes to dating. 
That's excellent. One of the things that I like to do with my clients is I have them make a list of their perfect mate. And I go through and help them to get very familiar with the exact type of person that they want to attract to them. And then once they have, you know, some basic things written down, I have them refine this like every day. Sit down, take five, ten minutes every morning, preferably, or in the evening if you don't have time in the morning, but to sit down and hone in on exactly what you're looking for and to focus on the positive things. Like instead most people will say, like, I don't want somebody that smokes. I tell them to turn it around and say, focus on a positive statement. Like I want to attract somebody with a healthy lifestyle. Mm or you know i want to attract someone who's financially responsible so getting very clear of that list and refining it on a daily basis mm -hmm. because every time you go out on a date you might meet somebody that isn't quite what you wanted you might have liked something so take those some things that you did like and put them on your list mm -hmm. if there was something that you don't like about that person refine it you know turn it into a positive and add that to your list and keep working on this on a daily basis. How does someone protect themselves from rejecting someone because they don't fit into an idealized mold of, of what their person should be? Or how much do you recommend that they have to be very strong and adamant about 50 different qualification criteria? Right. When I'm working with a client to go through a list, we might have 30 or 40 things on their list, and I tell them to narrow it down to the five deal breakers. Okay. So we have the five deal breakers, but when you're looking at this list on a whole, I always tell everybody to go for the 80%. 80% of what are the really important things to you. Mm -hmm. Because that other 20% are little things that you can work on, but stick with your 80% when it comes to your values, you know, the intellectually, are they intellectually um, compatible, emotionally, physically, spiritually? So hone in on that 80%. And like I said, um, you know, really get clear on your five deal breakers mm -hmm. and don't sway from those. Excellent. All right, I think we're, we're excellent there. So thanks for